0: This meeting is being recorded.
1: All right. Well, welcome into the Three Guys Talking Ball podcast. It is episode 33, the Larry Bird edition. Today is July 28th, 2022. Football is upon us. NFL teams are opening up training camp as we speak, some of them have already opened up. Russell Wilson showed up in his own jersey with whatever the hell type of pickup that was. It looked like he was going into war or something. Julio is now a buck. Aaron Rodgers thinks he's Nicolas Cage. Kyler Murray is getting paid to do his job. We're going to rank some helmets of all the new helmets that have come out. We're going to talk about our vacations and finish up with Curveball of the Week. But all three of us are back together again. It feels like an eternity probably the longest I haven't seen all of our ugly mugs in one spot in one little zoom session in once for what feels like a month Grant didn't join us two weeks before it was just Colt and I last week now all three of us together again boys it's good to be back we're here we made it we made it so like I said we'll start with how was Grant you were down in Oklahoma Ethan you were up north at one of the actual lakes in Minnesota not one of them ponds that they call a lake no we're there So how and I was in Florida how guys how was your guys's uh
2: trips vacations it was worth it nice relaxing I mean weather was nice didn't rain much wasn't 200 degrees like I'm sure Grant probably just sweated off 50 pounds while he was down in Oklahoma but uh No, I mean the lake was kind of cool too. It was actually like you could walk out about a quarter mile and it was still up to your maybe to your chest at the highest. It was a super weird lake. It was just like a giant sandbar basically. It was fun.
1: What what lake or where were you at? What city? North Long
2: Lake in Brainerd, or I guess yeah between Brainerd and Nisswa.
1: And I can't believe that you just you had the video on Facebook of you. Uh, getting flipped by your little brother, but saving the drink. And then I, oh, know, yeah. being Athletes the good friend crazy, I am, though. call you the best athlete in your family. And nobody in your family agreed, which is absolutely you know, ridiculous, shocking, almost offensive.
2: I never said my family was smart. That's all. I'll end it with that. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have,
1: is, 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 is Ethan Price now Aaron Rodgers, Ethan Rodgers? Uh, I don't know Can, really we, can we look into Is that something people, we have to.
0: But, I would like to join in on this conversation, having met, you know, both of Ethan's parents and, you know, hanging out with them on a few occasions. Uh, Ethan's not wrong. Uh, <laughs> in his assessment of, of the price family, I, I mean, um, you know, in the words of uh, Patrick Starr, he would say, Hey, Ethan's family, who you call the a pinhead, Ethan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um but, you know, let, let, let's give Ethan some credit here. He, it, for the most part, is the sharpest knife in every drawer that, that he is in. So, let's give some him some credit where credit is due. It, it,
1: it was an impressive display of athleticism. And mm-hmm. as a 20, 20, you're 28, right? Twenty. Yeah, I turned 29.
2: Like yeah, you week. got a
1: birthday coming up. And that was one of your – that. that's really the only thing you have to be athletic with anymore at your age because – You're not a professional athlete and golf. You don't have to be super athletic to play. No, really. The only thing is, is if somebody tries to do a fast one on you, the most important thing is, is saving the drink. Don't, don't spill the beer.
2: No, I mean, it was a seltzer, but yeah, same thing. You know, you got, you got to protect what's important.
0: Exactly. And the real question is this, Ethan, was it, you're a big seltzer guy. Was, was it a, What are we, what were, what seltz are we drinking? Are we drinking a high? Uh, It it was uh,
2: a Vizzy. It was uh, a Vizzy. Okay. I wanted those extra antioxidants. So I went healthy.
0: So not only are you drinking in the summer sun up north in northern Minnesota, you're being healthy while you're doing it. You're a man of the people. Hey, there it is.
2: Kind of crazy. People need to take lessons from me.
0: Well, you know, we'd we'd have a lot more smart people out there and um, Uh, people would not be walking with two left feet and uh, we could walk and chew gum. So, Ethan's our guy so far tonight. I,
2: I don't also, know I anybody that t- drinks t- seltzers, though. Is,
0: anybody who drinks seltzers is, I, I, there's there's some questions there, but we'll, well, we'll move on to, to get out of your North Dakota rock and you'll realize the whole world is drinking seltzers, my guy. I realize Bush
2: Light isn't as good in, in your, uh, your, oh, you know what you call them, your, uh, what does he call his beer? The Bush Lattes?
0: Oh, the Milf Waters. You no. Know, the milk Waters. Get the milk those waters. are ultras. ultras. Ultra, the Waters.
1: Yeah, they're delicious. They're low carbs. They're good for you. They taste incredible. Between that and Bush Light, I kind of, lately I've just kind of been alternating between the two. But I will say, though, I do enjoy the high noons, which they're not seltzers. They are vodka sodas. So those are really good on a nice hot summer day, a nice little change up. But enough about that. We'll get into more of mine my vacation after we discussed grant's vacation
0: well i really wouldn't call it a vacation guys um (laughs) because i mean mean, oh i was i was working the whole time um in terms of unloading an apartment loading a trailer unloading a trailer reload bringing furniture back into an apartment grabbing beds and nightstands and coffee tables you know the whole moving moving shebang And, uh, let's, let's not call it a vacation when, you know, two of the three, two of the nights you're gone, you're sleeping on a a bed. That's a pullout couch at the Holiday Inn Express. Thanks mom and dad. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, They have continental breakfast. They they had a damn good continental breakfast, so I, I was See, the, happy. You
2: just that. quit That's what it's all about. Holiday up um, no,
0: known but, for their continental breakfast. Those but no, in all seriousness, you know it was a hundred and like five degrees, hundred and six degrees down there in Oklahoma this weekend. It was hot. Um, it wasn't that muggy, so it was a dry heat. In the words like our Arizona friends would say, but you know you're you're moving, um, you're sitting in a car, you know for you know driving hours on end. You know, you're, you're not too comfortable. So when you hit that little pullout couch at night, you're out in about four seconds. Um, that
2: bar the on one, back is so good.
0: Oh, yeah. And then one thing, guys, that I noticed, it's hot in Minnesota and North Dakota, you know, during the day. But when the sun goes down, it cools off to, you know, 80, 82, 83 degrees outside. In Oklahoma, that southern sun, when it's 10 o'clock, 1030 at night, it's still 100 degrees outside.
2: <laughs> you
0: just walk out and you just feel hot. Um, your yet Yeti coolers, the best coolers in the world, they don't stand a chance in that sun. Ice is melting left and right, your cars are hot, the asphalt is melting around you. You know you're you're in the southern Bible belt in this country and it's it's hot. But uh I tell you what, Oklahoma, Tulsa was a, Tulsa is a great city. It reminded me a lot of Fargo, guys. Okay. A big open city, it's nice and clean. Uh, the streets are easy to get around. The pe- people are always in a good mood. You know, I, I had a grand time. Uh, you know, down there these these last couple of days it was nice. You know, had the sister go out there and, uh, you know, get her new apartment in there with Jared and, um, you know, start start a new life there. She I think she's she's gonna like it. And, um, you know, I saw had my nice little welcome to Oklahoma picture there. I put on Instagram and Facebook. And Ethan, I will disagree with you. That sign is better than Minnesota's stop it or, just don't. <laughs> it, or it, it is it is much better and like you know my good pal connor Watershed says before you know it the south is calling your name so we'll, we'll see but um I was, just, I
2: was just gonna ask based off your review i'm gonna say you're gonna move down there within a year
0: it sounds like you love tulsa i i just i am starting to really dig the southern part of this country you know you can you know sure they're like oh yeah june july and august it's hot well, we'll sit inside on the air conditioning or if you want to go out, you do something early in the morning, get out of this Minnesota winter where I, I'm stuck inside for six six months out of the year. But Tulsa was, uh, Tulsa was a great city, and uh, here in about two and a half weeks, going to kick it down in Florida. So I'm even more excited for that.
1: Yeah, and that's actually where I was last week. I went down with the family, uh, went down Friday after work, and my sister who lives in Fargo, well, that's why we flew out of there, she asked me to go out downtown with her because she is now 21 so well we haven't had a drink together yet so go down have a couple take a lift back back to the hotel where we were parents and i were staying and oh boy you guys fargo downtown fargo has changed how so maybe i I just maybe i'm just older and feel older and out of place but it kind of reeked the weed there were a lot more homeless people floating around but and maybe I was just so oblivious to it because I was under the influence like times like twelve when I was downtown and going downtown more frequently. But yeah, it just felt like just a weird vibe.
0: I never got that vibe from downtown Fargo, like you said, of, of the homeless people, the stench of weed. So it, it you know, easily could have changed in the last six years. Um, you know, since god was it five, six years since since we've all been six. there, but Oh, man
1: that. yeah we graduated we graduated in 16 so it's 22 now so six years
0: yeah six I years i mean it you know well i can change in those six years but it must be because i always remember downtown fargo was a great time you you could feel safe um everybody was out having a good time you didn't have to worry about any homeless people there was no crime or anything like that so that, that's kind of unfortunate to hear because i thought fargo was a great city and it kind of sucks that it feels like that downtown maybe he's going the way you don't want it to see
2: yeah. Well, you said they got rid of the pickled parrot, so that's the first issue that mistake they made. They did. Said, you're the only person I know who loved that. Who loved loved loved, this loved they, You could gamble in the basement. Come on, get with it.
1: The the one good thing about the pickled parrot that I will say was when it closed and you got to just scream. Scotty doesn't know with everybody on the dance floor. That was a good time. Mm-hmm.
2: The amount of hand jibbers I saw on that dance floor was just <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But anyways, I, I'll talk. Were they dry time. hand jivers, Ethan? Uh, I would assume so. <laughs> <laughs> but so then we got up Friday or Saturday morning, went to the airport, flew, flew, and they actually had TVs on from mini, uh, Fargo to Minneapolis, which was different, but it was only like a 40-minute flight. So that was nice. Get in, land, went and had lunch, kind of just hung out there, read... I probably read about a hundred pages of the book. I was reading. I finished the book.
2: What, what restaurant did you eat
1: at? Uh, we no, were at Chick Fil A. Oh,
0: generic. Okay. Yeah. It's an airport. It's an airport staple, and Dylan is basic.
1: I am basic, basic. and there is no Chick Fil A where I live. I have to go a hundred miles east to get Chick Fil A. So, had Chick Fil A. It was great, and then got on the airport, flew, landed in Tampa. We're walking. But you got on the, Got on the,
0: You mean the airplane? You were at the airport. Yeah. You didn't work on the airport.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean. And <laughs> we land and get in and go, go to the, go get our pick up our car. And by the time we land and are walking through the airport to where we are getting our the rental car, it is pouring rain like monsoon pouring like you wouldn't believe. And go, and then we actually just go and eat right away. We went to this place called Bar Taco. And it's like, if you're like 65 years and older, I would not recommend going to it because the entire menu is on your phone. You scan your phone with like, a, like one of the barcodes or the QR codes, and it has like the whole menu. And you just enter your credit card, or in my case, my parents' credit card. And similar to Grant on 4th of July, where he had like 12 brats. I had about 10 mm-hmm. tacos, 12 tacos.
0: Let's go. And
1: Grant looked at his mom, said he was proud of what I done. I looked at my mom and said, I was proud of what I've done. And so you basically
2: look to be Grant.
1: I, I I'm competing with him at this point. Yeah.
0: I got a whole, I gotta, this, I'm
1: this whole, uh, take- marathon thing has not been uh, training has not been much of a, much of a training, but.
2: twelve tacos isn't going to help.
1: No, and it, it was really good. The food down there was great. We mostly just hung out on the beach. We watched the, my dad and I, we sat at the bar on Sunday. We watched the champ, the uh, open championship finish up, watch Cam Smith just go on a run. And then before that, actually, we, I had my first Waffle House experience.
0: How fantastic. What oh my ask?
1: God. Dude, it, it was incredible. And my, Family was skeptical of it too, because they, they've never heard of they're, they're like, I don't know. And then we walk in and it was, it's just such a clean place. The service is phenomenal. You get to see them cook in front of you. And the quality of food is just delicious. They don't have a lot on their menu, which I think, I think that's almost a sign of a good restaurant is the less mm-hmm. items they have on a menu, the better quality it's going to be. Cause they can just focus on those. You can focus items. on the one thing. Yep, exactly. And the waffle, incredible. Over easy eggs, incredible bacon toast, hash browns, awesome. They dude, I think Waffle House them. dude, they have the best hash browns in America. Oh yeah, they they've got a good you, crunch to it. You, you put salt and pepper on it. I know Grant doesn't is crazy and doesn't believe in those types of that type of uh nonsense. Or well, to him nonsense, he's wrong. But it's it's so good. Like everything about it was just incredible and probably and we ate at a lot of good places that might have been my favorite place to eat at
0: that 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 doesn't surprise me at all dude waffle house it's just it's it's so good it's simple you run into some of them like you guys ran into where it's clean it's taken care of and it's great there's some ones in this country where you're like whoo that's a little scary you know it's you got a couple lights out in the front the build the building is dirty um you, you got about 17 characters on the inside where you're like, man, are they looking at me funny? But you walk inside and the food's fantastic. Oh, it's so good. And, and like we were driving up and like, cause
1: I, my sister and I, we were talking, we said, telling our my parents that if you really want the full waffle house experience, you really have to almost go there at two o'clock where you get all sorts of people. And my mom goes, is it similar to a place in Dickinson like this? I'm like, yes but on crack and (laughs) and they were impressed they said it was they enjoyed it so everybody came home happy that was the one meal i got to pick the whole trip so at least i hit it out of the park on that and then most of the time it was just us laying out on the beach my dad and i we got away one morning went and golfed at the clearwater country club it was it was nothing special it was the layout of it was very similar to that shamrock cart course we golfed last year except there weren't as many trees the fairways were very narrow and the ground was just so damp like if if you didn't make good contact with the ball you were taking out a divot of grass like the size of like that big just every time right. it was great like and I had rental clubs I I probably shot a generous and I consider it a vacation 103 because I didn't count all my strokes.
2: How many I times did you miss the ball?
1: I never missed any. I never missed any. I was I was it was we went at like six o'clock in the morning, so a little too early for me, but yeah, after
0: too, that too much of that fresh dew out on yeah. the morning. We just yeah. I you wish me. you would
2: have missed you just sort of ate shit. You fell backwards, fell on your back. I mean that would have just been phenomenal.
0: Just the Looney Tune style. <laughs> 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 That, uh, that
1: would have to be like 21st birthday level wefest Fest level
0: alcoholism for me for that to happen. But I, I think wefest <laughs> Fest level would kill anyone nowadays over the age of 28 or 27. Oh,
1: you'd be recovering for two weeks for sure.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That would just be awful. Mm-hmm. I, but- I want to see Dylan it. I really do.
1: Go to Wii Fest? I'm too old for that now. Well, come way, on. Too old. way too old now. I had my fun there. It was a good experience. I can say I've done it. I've moved on. And then most of the, the rest of the time was consisted of us laying out on the beach. I read another book, I read the biography of Steve Prefontaine, which I don't know if either of you guys know who he is. I've heard the name. He was a distance runner for Oregon. He was a really good runner. He had a tragic died when he was 24 years old he took fourth in the 72 5,000 meters if he was still alive in 76 in Montreal games he probably wins that it was just a died in a car accident and unfortunate one of the definitely somebody that I looked up to when I was back in my real running days but got to read that it was something that I had I've had since I was like a sophomore in high school so I was finally able to read that just laying out having some had, a, had some more drinks just chilling and it was just nice relaxing not a worry in the world and it was like the Zach Brown song, toe song so you can't beat that and got to hang out with family and just a, just an overall really good fun vacation
2: not bad so
1: that sounds, like
0: sounds like you guys knocked it park
1: we did we did We got to hang out with family ate great food relaxed got some golf that's like an ideal vacation for me can't beat it nope and then so we'll move over And enough of our vacation talk we'll move over and then it was reported earlier this week that kyler murray the quarterback for the arizona cardinals signed a five-year 230.5 million dollar extension and you knew that was coming at some point it was going into his i believe this is his fourth year already that he, He's improved every year. He's made strides. They made the playoffs last year. I think his body gets worn down because he just runs a little bit too much. And, but you, that's the state of the NFL right now. You need that quarterback, that franchise guy to take you to the next level. I have questions. I, I don't know how far he's going to take them. I think he really needs to learn to take care of his body. And th- this part is just the most telling part for me that I'm, gives me no confidence that this is going to be a successful contract is that they have to put, they put an incentive in for him putting in four extra hours of independent
0: film study. It, that wasn't an incentive. It was a clause or it was a yes. Clause. Thank you. A Clause. You. need yeah. to. And, and he,
1: it, I, I kind of understand why the Cardinals put that in there because he said in an article last year, I believe in the New York times were saying that he's, he's been lucky that he's, he just sees the game so much clearer, so much better that he doesn't need all that extra film study. He can rely on his instincts, but that playoff game showed. And when push comes to shove, and if you want to go farther in the N- in the NFL season, as the playoffs go on the NFL, as much as the game has evolved, the game is still a third and eight drop back pass league. And the team, the quarterback who's going to deliver those throws usually is the one that's going to end up winning it. And, I don't see that changing at all. And I don't see Kyler Murray doing that because if you have to put in a clause to put in four extra four extra hours to study, that's where you're going to make your meat and potatoes. That's how you are going to convert that. It's you knowing what teams are doing, even when they're going to, when they're, when the game's on the line. And if you, if you don't want to put in the extra work, you're not going to, you're not going to go far in the playoffs.
2: I was never really a big Kyler fan from the beginning, but then there was the playoff game where he was just absolutely – that was probably maybe not the worst, but one of the worst in the past two decades, playoff games for a starting quarterback. Like that was absolutely abysmal. But – and then how do you give him, what was it, $230 Yep. Yep. Like he he has – outside of his like – he has like third all time through two seasons of passing yards or whatever, but that hasn't gotten him anywhere. It hasn't done anything for him. He had decent people around him. He had a good defense. Like I just don't see how you can cash or give up that much cash for a guy that hasn't really proven
0: anything. Well, and guys, it's the same Arizona Cardinals team every single year. They start out hot and then come mid November, they just, they take a nosedive because teams figure this them out. Kyler and Cliff, they can't adjust. Their defense under Vance Joseph gets gets worn out because their offense is off the field all the time. Kyler's just proven that he's going to start out hot. He's going to be the MVP in the month of September, but then he's just going to nosedive every single year. And we've seen this with him when when push comes to shove, even back in Oklahoma. He didn't show up against Alabama in that um playoff game until the second half when they were already down by 28 points that regular season game against texas he didn't show up until the fourth quarter when they were down by 13 points when you need kyler the most he's not that guy which again is just probably going to get them only third in the nfc west um behind behind the niners and the rams so i just i just don't trust the cardinals kingsbury murray it's, it's going to be a failure. Steve Kine's going to lose his job soon because of this bad contract. He, Kyler just – he seems like he just wanted to get paid. He can tell Oakland, hey, guess what? Tell the athletics I have more – I'm making more money than your whole team is this year. Look at me. I got the bag. I'm move on. Life is good. Well,
1: and that's the thing with Kyler, too. It's been a knock on him is he isn't a very team-first player. Like when Buda Baker got hurt last year – He was the only person that didn't go over and give him some words of encouragement where the entire Cardinals team, the contract again. And that's been something that they've said about him at Oklahoma, at Texas A&M. And uh, probably one of the most alerting signs was when he was on that Dan Patrick show and he didn't want to talk at all. And his dad did most of the talking for him. And, and the other part too, of it is he, for him to be successful and for the style of game he plays is he needs to get his body used to running around for 18 weeks and train like that. So he doesn't get tired because I think that's part of the reason why he falls off is he doesn't know how to take, just get out of bounds or get down to avoid those hits. And the other part is, is the offense they play is an air raid, which they don't like running the ball. And you still need to run, be able to run the ball and have consistent running game because there's just no toughness within that team. There's not. When things go tough, they fall flat on their face and they fold.
0: Well, I I think Tyler also needs to adapt the way he plays too. Yep. Um, He needs when he's out of the pocket, instead of trying to run, you know, for a little three yard gain and you're getting that little push out of bounds where then you run into your bench and you take those small blows throughout the day, just throw it away. If that, that two yard carry is not going to change anything. If, you, if it's 3rd and 8 or 3rd and 10 with the Cardinals with his legs, that's, that's not going to change anything. And then also, Dylan, you, like your point you brought up, his dad is not a good role model. He seems to be someone who didn't have the athletic career that he wanted, so he's going to use his son to piggyback and, you know, try to get into the limelight there. And he's probably telling Kyler how to train, how to play, you know, go, go get your money while you can, son. This just seems like a father who's going to run his son into the ground. And potentially in three to four years, we're going to forget about Kyler. Kind of like RG3. He's going to take a couple of blows in this league. He's going to get injured. I mean, these linebackers and safeties are getting faster and somehow stronger every single year. And that's to, when you're outside of that pocket, you're not protected anymore. He's going to take one shot to the chest and then one to the jaw, and he's going to be done.
1: Yeah, well, and and you talking about how him running around and getting the three yards instead of just throwing it away, it takes me back to the Michael Lombardi stories about Al Davis. (laughs) You're going to run all around like that for three yards? Why? (laughs) Just throw it away. Why?
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) But 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 also, oh, go ahead. Also, his defense, they didn't have D-hop last year for the second half of the season. And they were still hanging around possibly to win the NFC West last year. So if D hop can stay healthy he's also gonna
1: be out the first ten games, I believe. Or Two, because he, oh, that's, that's eight right eight, eight it, or ten it? because of the PED. Yeah
0: I forgot about that. Okay. Um yeah oh so well, there goes the Cardinals season they'll they'll start off four and four and they won't be able to rebound from that. No. But did you guys see
1: Russell Wilson show up in his in his own jersey with like an armored truck pick truck thing. I don't know what that it looked like. I a, saw the jersey. I didn't notice the
2: car or anything.
1: It was it was it was the big, big thing right behind him when he was walking. But oh, who shows up wearing their own jersey?
0: A narcissist who just cares about getting paid. Ugh. He's Mr. Un- Unlimited. He's he's really changed since he's met Sierra. She has made him turn for the worst. I I think some
1: of him is authentic I think he is He is that cheesy dad guy That he probably has the best dad jokes In the locker room Oh for sure But the Broncos After seeing him show up in his own jersey The Broncos are going to go 6-11
0: this year Grant's going to be dancing on on that pickup It's going to be great Because it's going to be classic Russell Wilson Classic Denver Jerry Judy's going to get hurt He's going to miss six games um, Portland Sutton's going to be out f- about for the whole year. They'll have a good running game. Um, but one of their backs is going to get hurt. They'll fumble timely against the chiefs. Uh, we'll pick it up and return it to the house and they're going to fall apart November, December. It's going to be delicious. And and I can't wait for this free fall. And, and then the Raiders
2: win the division. It's going to be absolutely. Oh wild. my
0: God. They stop it with that absolute nonsense. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've talked some smack about Derek Carr in my life. Um, but he, he's backed it up, especially with what he did last year after the whole Gruden thing. But it's crazy. They're still the fourth best team in that division. But it's not fair because that division is stupid this year. The Raiders yeah. would probably be favorites in two of the four uh, divisions in the AFC had they, had they not been in the AFC West.
1: Yeah, I would, right, right. I would put them as favorites in the South and then the South and the East. In the East. Well, no, Bills. I think it's still the – Oh, uh, yeah. The, the, sorry,
0: sorry, sorry, the North. I, the North. I think they can compete with the Bengals. because I, yep. uh, I, I don't know.
1: Which – uh, And then did you guys see Aaron Rodgers' outfit showing up to uh, camp?
0: I just that was – I,
2: I, <laughs> I'm
0: on the opposite end. I thought it was great. I loved
2: it. it I, it I laughed. I just, I just hate the guy, so I don't like it. It's as simple as
0: that. <laughs> I mean, who – Nick, All he Nick needed was,
2: was a was some was was
1: him ripping a cig. He could be smoking Aaron instead of smoking Jay. <laughs> it was just fantastic.
0: But did you guys see today? Uh, you know, Aaron. He's the king of being petty. Um, he was in an, he was in an interview, and you know, last week they asked Devonte Adams, "What's it like going from Aaron Rodgers to Derek Carr?" And he goes, "Well, there's not much a difference going from one Hall of Fame quarterback to another Hall of Fame quarterback." Well, Aaron, being Mister Petty himself. Today, they go, Aaron, you know, how's it going to feel to not have Devontae, um, you know, when you're throwing the ball to him this year? And he goes, well, you know, there's not a whole lot difference when you go from a Hall of Famer and Adams to a Hall of Famer and, and uh, you know, Alan Lazard. It's, it's, it was nice to have him back.
2: <laughs> if, if he's a Hall of Famer, then so, you know, my fantasy team will be doing well.
0: So. Yes, but it was the funny joke where Aaron was just like, I'm not going to compare Alan Lazard to you and don't compare Derek Carr to me because we're not the same person. <laughs> well, well, that would make just,
1: sense, because I, our, our three guys talking about Twitter page tweeted out that after they saw his outfit tweeted out, when you realize that Alan Lazard is your best receiver.
0: Oh, but the, the Nick Cage outfit, the con air, the long hair, the little bit of the chest hair, the wife beater on, it was perfect. I Does Aaron, is he smug? Is he arrogant? Do I dislike him 99% of the time. Absolutely. But him as a character, he's just a hoot. He's he's just a funny guy and I need, I need more of this.
1: You guys talk about changing the optics of the way people view you. Aaron Rodgers going on Packet McAfee every Tuesday. He seems like just I know, Ethan, you're not a fan of him, but he seems oh, like a I guy guess. that I, I could chill and hang out with and have, a, have like a four-hour conversation talking about anything. Oh, oh yeah. yeah.
2: And he's pretty damn good at golf. Yeah. Even one putt. Let's
0: let's be real. No, <laughs> he carried he carried Tommy that day.
1: He did. He carried him for Tom to end his season again in the playoffs.
2: Exactly. Which
1: will will stay in the Bucks. Julio Jones has signed with the Bucks. I kinda I, I think this is a This dude's dead. He well, I think what they want, they basically are using him as a holdover until Godwin gets back
0: because he's probably gonna miss Godwin's eight to ten practicing. games. Is he really? Yeah, he's back. You know, he, he only tore his ACL. He didn't he didn't break a bone. With the way these athletes recover, oh, you, tear, you tear your ACL in December, you can be back in July. Yeah, well, I and,
1: think it was an ACL and MCL. Well, and the thing is with Julio, who's really probably only good for about ten games a year, and the Bucks still have a loaded receiving core between <laughs> Evans, Godwin. They just signed Rudolph. Cameron Tyler Gray, Johnson, Tyler Johnson, yeah, Johnson. exactly. Russell, Russell Gage, Scotty Miller, and if if you can get basically treat him like an Antonio Brown, who's going to be less, he'll be less of a headache for sure than Antonio Brown. You can get a good eight to ten games out of him, and he's a big time playoff performer. So, mm-hmm. it Tom and you know in in game push push comes to shove time, Tom is going to trust him. So it's just another weapon play him eight to 10 games, keep him healthy for, for the playoffs. And I think he could be a contributor. Well, yeah. And these, these last two
0: signings by the bucks where it, it whether it be Rudolph and Julio, you're getting these guys, like you said, Dylan for eight to 10 games, but then also it's a, it's a red zone threat you don't have with Gronk because Rudolph's not, he's, he's not going to get, catch a lot of balls this year, but he's going to have six to eight touchdowns by just Tom throwing up rebounds. And he's going to be back in his Cincinnati high school days getting these boards and or same, his,
1: uh, NFC Card, 2019 in the
0: Superdome. Yeah, exactly. And then same, same thing with Julio, you know, he's, he's going to get you on a deep in route uh, on a third and 14 when you need it. And then guess what? When they double cover Mike Evans in the end and in the red zone, I'm going to throw up a 50, 50 ball to Julio and your point, Dylan, when he showed up in the playoffs, Let's not forget, he made that catch against the Patriots. That should have ended that game with the, the toe tap on the sideline. The Falcons are in, in field goal range, and, you know, it just went pear-shaped for them after yep. that. But And then he did his best the next year against the Eagles to try to catch that pass, but the Eagles knew the rule and they pushed him out of bounds. So he's a guy, eight to ten games, but playoff rush. When I need a jump ball, there's no hardly anyone else in the NFL I want to go up and get this rebound besides Julio Jones. No, exactly. And the eight to 10 games, perfect.
1: And we'll see what happens. If they're able to stay healthy, they're probably going to be the favorite out of the NFC. So we'll move over. And as the training camp goes underway, there's been more and more teams who are releasing their, their second helmet since the NFL has allowed it this year. And I don't know if you guys have your rankings. I did my, I ranked mine, so we can go off mine we'll start from 13 to 1. Oh wow, look at that. And I, I see, don't have
2: albums, but this is, I got I my top 3. Okay. You see
0: I kind of I kind of set mine up different boys. They have two new sets of helmets this year. Team's new alternate helmets that I found and then also teams bringing back their throwback helmets. Yes. So I got I kind of got two two separate lists there. Okay. Well, and I just I just ranked mine
1: 13 to 1 cuz I think that's all that that's announced. At this point, it's, I think it's technically
0: fourteen, because your team, Dylan, has a throwback and then an yep. alternate. But it's really similar. They, I've
1: only seen the the throwback. I haven't seen an alternate one yet.
0: It's, it's, uh, it's like their normal helmet, but essentially just take the silver away and have it be white. Oh, huh. It's it looks pretty clean, actually.
1: Okay, from the picture huh. that I saw. Oh, okay, yeah. So I'll start at 13, and this team, it, it makes sense, but they completely screwed this up, and this is why they are 13. It's the Philadelphia Eagles. They Aww. went with a black helmet. I'm, i am It makes no sense. They have one of the sweetest old-school throwback ones, the Kelly the Green midnight with the green. Gray Feathers. The Midnight Green. They had that in the back pocket. They wore it back in 2010, and then they just decided not to. They screw it up, but what do you
0: expect from the Eagles? So, well, and did you see they also changed their font for their their um, like main logo this year when it says Eagles across the chest? Instead of having it be in that arch, it's yep. it's it's more like vertical and just straight across. It looks just awful. I mean, I don't. Whoever came up with this in Philadelphia totally just botched this.
1: Well, it looks like the Cowboys will be the first team to go win this division in back-to-back years for the first time in 20 years then. I like this. So then at 12, I I just have a bias that I think this team has the worst uniforms in the NFL. And I'm going to go with number 12, the Arizona Cardinals. Just the all-black helmet. It just, just doesn't really do anything. And their uniforms are the worst in the NFL. They need they need to go back to their old ones that they wore when they were first first founded. It just the plain red with the stripe striped pants. The there's just too much going on, especially their white one where it's like red on the top. Just not good.
0: Red red down the, the sides, uh, like yeah. by your obliques down to your hips and on the thigh. Yeah, you're, you're right. It's just it's
1: not they just don't give themselves many options for different combinations because there's just such awkward mm-hmm. colors. Because it's not really red; it's like an off, like almost like a mix of maroon and red. Yeah. And then number eleven, I have, I have the bears. They look too much like pumpkins. They're such a dr- traditional. You
2: know, like a silver or something, they would have been sick. Or like a gray. I I. They, they
1: they just just do the throwbacks i i think it, they've got such a iconic like logo they've with just the been in the blue, league forever yeah just, like go back to a throwback do the white sea gray face mask and that that's really all they need to do i don't see the or point just, of orange and then they're going orange they just they need I think to it do what, be okay if they went with the blue blue jersey white pants orange helmet i think that would be okay but they're going orange Orange helmet,
0: orange jersey, white pants. They need – what they should do is just, like you said, Dylan, they have such a classic uniform. Keep the white pants, the blue jerseys, the blue helmet, but do what the Chiefs did against the Vikings in 19 and last year against the Chargers, the gray face mask. Yep. Just keep it simple. Keep it clean. You have a great uniform. No need to mess this up, which they clearly did.
1: Then I have at number 10 the Texans. It went, it's, this is actually their according to hooked on helmets, which is a great follow on TikTok. I recommend anybody who listens to go check that site out. He does a phenomenal job. I always enjoy it. He does good. Does a good backstory of how each team got their helmets really cool. And this is actually the first time the Texans will have a different helmet than their original one. When they came into the league back in Oh two, I don't hate it. I don't love it. It's, it looks, they'll look a lot very, uh, very Christmasy to me. It's just, just basically the same helmet, just red. So well, and they'll wear
0: it with their red jerseys.
1: And it's too much of a shiny red, I think. I don't I'd prefer more of like a like a matte red. I don't the shiny just isn't uh, just doesn't do it for me anymore. And then number nine, the Washington Commandos. It's a black helmet and they don't have any black in their color scheme. I don't understand teams' obsession with black or doing colors that aren't in their color scheme. It just makes no sense to me. It drives me insane.
0: Like All the Arizona. Those teams... C-
1: yes. Well, they have a little – they have a, their black outline, but still, but it, it's, not it's not enough.
0: It's not enough to emphasize it. It's not good.
1: And, yeah, and it's Washington. Who cares? Then at number eight, the Jets, I – traditionalist in me i think they should have went with the white the gray face mask again and the black i think it'll actually look pretty cool but i would have liked to see them go back to their white but i feel like they've worn those helmets for so long i think they wanted something different but that's the jets it's it's okay it's not the worst one i think it's ranked appropriately number seven i have the panthers they went with a black. I think this one was a long time coming. I think I wouldn't have hated it if that's what they were originally were. But this is pretty much also their second different helmet since they've come into the league. They've kept pretty much the original from when it started, and I I think their black white black look would look really sweet. Or their do they they have like a Carolina blue pants, don't they too? I think a black white.
0: They have Carolina the Carolina. Blue blue yes they do because there was a couple games uh you know when cam danced on your cowboys in 15 there where that is the classic silver helmet color carolina blue yeah and those were sexy yep those were sexy and
1: then another team that i at six that i think was a long time overcoming and they actually wore these back in the 70s with the new orleans the, the saints they had they went with a black helmet i think that'll look pretty clean some something different with i think a black white and then the silver pants or uh, gold pants. I think that's nice look or black white black or all black. So number six and number five I have the cowboys it's their old traditional Thanksgiving look with the white helmet, the blue star their original helmet that they wore back in the 60s when they were founded. I always loved watch love when they wear those jerseys on Thanksgiving Day. I have them at five and and five through. Five through two were really interchangeable, I think. And number four, I have the Patriots. It's that classic old school look, nineteen seventies, eighties. The white, the old Patriot Pat, the uh, hands on his hips, just a nice, just that nice look. Their only red jersey they have. It just the color patterns just match really well together. And then number three, the Atlanta Falcons. They went with their throwback. And they stayed within the color scheme, which is big for me. I love those their red helmets and the red, the black, the silver pants. Just a, just an incredible look. Number two, and I think this is the look the Giants should go with all the time, mm-hmm. is, is the Giants, the, the writing instead of the NY, and then the dark blue helmet. And they've worn it a couple of times for their color rush. Their white jerseys, I think, might be my favorite. That might be the best Giants look they have. Yeah, when they go blue white white. Yep. Yep. And then number 1 and this is an undisputed there's if 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 anybody argues that this isn't number 1, their opinion is irrelevant and they should be kicked out of the country. It's the Super Bowl runner up the Cincinnati Bengals, the white Bengal, all white, just just so clean, so so good look, so awesome. Another long time coming and they finally were able to do it. I'm glad they pulled it off.
2: Well, I just did a top three. So I mean you went way above and beyond here. Um but uh you can come here relevant if you want. We both know that's false. But uh the Bengals I have at number three. I think they're cool. I think the all-white's gonna look insane on the field. It's gonna look pretty badass. Uh number two. Okay, Mr. Chiefs fan. Take a seat. Um but uh then number two, Falcons. I love the red. and I think it's going to look really badass. Uh, just with a black jersey, white pants, something like that. I think it'd be cool. Number one is the Patriots. I've always loved that logo. I think it's just super old school, but it goes really, really well, like Dylan said, with the actual red uniforms I wear with it. Just looks yep. super simple.
0: No. Yeah, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Like I said, I, I found two pictures this weekend on the NFL's Facebook page, um, you know, for the throwback helmets. 10 of the new alternate ones. And um, again, number one on each list, I'll start with the throwbacks. Was that Patriots that white helmet uh, with, you know, the guy in a three point snap stance, snapping the ball. Whenever I see those, I just, I think of that game against Tennessee in the snow. Yep. It's it's, it's it's new England. It's, it's blustery. It's snowy. You can't see three feet in front of you you see that bright red uniform, those white pants, that white helmet, there's something just clean and just sexy about that look. I, I love these throwback uniforms. They might be my favorite uniform in the league. I wish they'd almost go back to them on a permanent basis. You know, their, their new, their new helmets and jerseys are cool, but, um, uh, I'm a, I'm a fan of those. And then, um, I get, I'm with Ethan on the Falcons. That red helmet is just – it's something to watch. It's sexy. The old logo, it's simple. It, it You know, with, with the the Fal- the falcon wing right there, it's just – I can't beat it. And then the Giants, uh, n- number three. Like Dylan said, it's almost got that dark blue um, Giants sticker on there. It's just perfect. And on the throwback ones, I had the Cowboys at four. I, maybe it's just because I'm not a Cowboys fan. But uh, I don't know, maybe it's just just because those other three are just so awesome that I just, I couldn't get enough of, uh, it's just, it it couldn't do it for me. But with that alternate one, you know, guys, for me, it really, this list doesn't matter because it's Cincinnati all the way. With that white helmet, the white stripes, the new white jerseys they have, the white pants they're going to wear, it's going to be just, it's going to be just awesome. To see, and I almost kind of wish that that would be like their permanent home uniforms, kind of like how Dallas wears the white, um, the Dolphins wear the well, the Dolphins don't do it as much anymore. But when it's hot, when it's hot, that that Bengals white is just going to be absolutely sexy. And um, you know, I like I, I'm different. I like the Texans red. I th- I think it's a little it's, it's different. It's a good change yeah, of pace. It. You know, I, I liked it when it came out. It's it's gonna match I think it's gonna go good with their uniforms and something different than that blue. And I think they're the white jersey, blue pant, it looked really, really good with. Oh, that would be. Yeah. And then you know, kind of the rest of them. It's really no order to make because they're all the same black helmet. I mean, it's it's a good look for some teams, but I just I feel like most teams are trying too hard. Uh, you know, with 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 the black helmet, it just doesn't look good. But the worst one of that I had was the Washington Commanders. I mean, it's the black helmet with a W on, on the top of their helmet, right on the forehead. It just looks silly and it proves Dan Snyder's a fool. And anything he puts his hands on just doesn't just doesn't make any sense. Look at I mean, shitty Washington, Alabama. Was that?
2: Look at shitty Alabama helmet. You got the number on one side, the W on the other. It just, just looks like shit.
0: Yeah, it's 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 dumb. I mean, they had a classic, clean color scheme before. Uh, they botched the name with the Commanders. I thought they should have been the Red Wolves to to keep their color scheme. But it's just what Washington does. They mess things up, and um, you know, d- just didn't didn't like that alternate helmet at all.
1: No, have the the Vikings haven't announced one, have they? No, no, not yet. Well, no. Credit to them because they've kind of had that same look the whole time. I've seen people say they need a black look, and it's shut it Dude. down. No, John Taffer, shut it down. Don't shut do it down. Color. Keep a tradition. I mean, I maybe maybe a yellow, but even then, I think it would be yellow, almost,
0: but, Man, that'd be really, really wild.
1: It'd be too tacky. I,
0: yeah, no, no, on the yellow for the Vikings again. Keep it just maybe with a gray face mask like they had in the sixties yep. with the purple people leaders. Your white pants, your purple top, purple helmet, gray face mask keep it clean um you know keep it traditional what what the organization was was at its peak just keep it simple well i saw people saying they need a new jersey
1: and i i like i like their jersey it's one of the better jerseys i think in the nfl it's better
0: than the last ones they had they yes upgraded from their last couple of uniform
2: so would actually be not just the horns but like an actual viking maybe kind of like the midfield logo yep. yeah i think that'd be pretty cool just something different like that. It doesn't have to be the horns.
1: True. Yeah. I think, yeah, if they do anything to, do to it, that's, that's what it should be. Is there any that you guys want to see That's uh, some potential that you think would be uh, teams that could have a good
2: – I think good... the Chargers could have a really sick one with their color scheme.
1: Well, they already do. That's my, I, I, they, they have really good ones. They don't need to yeah, they do, that.
2: They do, but I think they could come up with something super cool. I, I think, think and teal.
0: Yeah, the teal, teal um, I mean, the, the chiefs and the chiefs have a great, a great helmet, great uniform. I, I will admit it. The Raiders, it, that's a fantastic a uniform. Yeah. Whenever the chiefs and Raiders play in Arrowhead, that's the number one uniform game of the year. Red helmet, red jersey, white pants, the socks, the chiefs wear, the Raiders wear in the silver, the white, the silver. That's the best uniform game of the year. In my yes. opinion. The only and maybe thing I, I could, could maybe that, that game is just it's hard to beat that uniform matchup. The
1: only, yeah. maybe maybe the Raiders with a black helmet, I think that could have some potential, but
2: no, it's no no, the Raiders, Raiders, the Raiders.
0: Raiders. Raiders, they're the Raiders. Stick to Keep the silver helmet. Don't mess with the good thing. If
2: there's a team that could pull it off, it would be the Raiders for an all black. Yeah. Exactly. Oh,
1: that's sure. what Neil, that that's what I'm saying, is is like
2: Yeah, it'd be I think, disgusting.
1: Sure as hell, be better than the Cardinals. it would be better than the Commanders, Jets, go, Panthers.
2: They play Green Bay. Just go absolutely fuck Aaron Rodgers, fucking.
0: <laughs>
1: there and then, yeah. I don't. I can't really think of any other teams that could. But
2: no. I mean, Jacksonville, they already have to know.
0: Yeah, Jacksonville. They- anything better?
1: Anything Jacksonville touches turns to shit. You know, mm-hmm.
0: low-key guys, the Colts, with that white and their blue, it's simple, but it gets yeah. the job.
1: They wore those blue helmets way back when, at that one. Because yeah, had, and, I, and I, then I, they have the double horseshoe on the back side of it. Yeah, the
2: horseshoe. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. That one's not horrible. Please bring back the one bar, please. Just one kicker, bring back the one bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd love it. Oh, yeah, that incredible. would be I'd buy his jersey. Mm-hmm.
1: That and then, well, if Tennessee wanted to go back to the Oilers, like the ones that they they when the yeah. Titans played the Patriots, with the Carolina Blue and the Oiler on it in that snow yeah, game, I cool. I would I would be a fan of that, but so, I doubt it because they aren't.
2: The Oilers are in Texas. Yeah, but
1: still, well, they were the then. they were the Tennessee Oilers, their first year in Tennessee when they were. Yeah, so they oh, they
2: yeah.
0: could they could go to that, but I think Bud Adams had that's the owner for the Titans, right, or the late yeah. Bud Adams. Mm -hmm. he had such a disdain for the city of houston i don't think they'll ever wear those again no
2: he's dead he can roll over in his grave do something cool
1: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's uh that's all we got for helmets as the uh weeks come weeks approach we'll be doing some previews for college conferences and then nfl and I start coaching. We start our. We have our first practice next Thursday. I got our roster. We got thirty-eight kids out, seventh through eighth grade. So I'm pretty excited about that. You think
2: you're gonna quit after the first practice with you?
1: None. Mm. None. Our first practice is the easiest practice of the year. Our 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 two easiest practices are the first one and the last one. The first practice is, is we go through teach them how to do warm ups, and then they run a forty and a three cone drill, and then we go hand out gear. And condition them a little bit. Nice. So, no, none of them will quit after the first date. So we'll move over to curveball of the week. And Grant wasn't able to answer it the last time. And even I'll let you uh, exp- go over yeah. what it was.
2: All right, Grant. So um, would you rather date someone that has chronic bad breath or <laughs> chronic body odor? And and there's a second part here. There's a second part. In how many dates in is it appropriate to fart in front of them?
0: Oh man, i alive! Holy shit! This no pun wow. intended there, but this this is a this is a sticky, musty, <laughs> smelly situation.
2: So <laughs> well, basically, do you want to be Dylan? Or do You want to be Grant? I mean, you choose here.
0: I don't know. I'm not having fun much being Grant, but I don't can't see Dylan being much better. <laughs> Oh, it's way better being me. <laughs> um, so the whole chronic bad breath or um, body odor—that's a tough one because both are heart pills to swallow. But for some reason, you get around anyone with a bunch of bo. I just, I, I can't do it. You almost um, start smelling. You, you—that's all you do. That's all you can think about, and it seems like as soon as you start thinking about that person. You get a whiff of, of what their stench is, um, and then also also that it just consumes you. You know, you get in the same room with them. You could be twenty feet away, but you're just thinking about thinking about that bad body odor. Um, so as as awful as it'd be to have date with someone with bad breath, I'd have to choose that over the body odor because I the body odor is just just awful. It's like take a shower yeah we we, we live about. in a world we live in a world with plumbing it's not that hard
2: <laughs> all right now the second answer how many dates in can you fart in front of them
0: oh that's true that's a sticky situation um because one you don't know what it could be it could be one of those you know you know silent, silent killer s- ones s- where it's just like it clears a savanna um you know like like in the lion king <laughs> 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 Or, or it
1: could be just that. <laughs> could be it could be the dumb and dumber where they uh, get the
0: laxative. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, this broken. toilet's broken. <laughs> I I guess I don't I don't that that's a tough one. I don't know. Would anywhere? I'd say like I don't know. Maybe maybe seven? Seven, eight? That that's what I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go anywhere between seven and eight dates. Okay. Because okay. at, at that point, then you're really comfortable with each other. Um, and, you know, we're all adults here. We realize that things happen. Um, but you're kind of at that point where it's like, hey, you know what? I could really get used to hanging out with this person. I like it. I like them. So I'll, I'll say seven and eight.
2: I'll, uh, I'll get the other side of it. I'll ask Hannah tomorrow. See what she says. Oh, perfect. Let me, yeah. let, me <laughs> let me know. Let me, let me know what the <laughs> answer is.
1: Okay, and then now it's my turn since it's my time uh my shot for curveball of the week. And last week was episode thirty-two, and it was just Colt and I. And if you haven't listened to it, I encourage you guys to go check it out because it's a really good, good listen, good interview, good conversation. But since it thirty two, and that was my number, it's one of the best numbers there it is the best number. It's and tainted now. You guys have I you guys have to say five good things about me and my awesomeness and just alternate
2: back
0: and forth ridiculous i'm gonna leave this is dumb (laughs) so this isn't a curveball this is a honey roast for dylan yeah (laughs) exactly
2: things are great one roast of of me on there's one there's the first one what's that what was it your stupidity there's the first one that's what i'm grateful (laughs) for
1: no it's not what you're thankful for about me and I'm definitely the smartest one here. So,
0: so hold on. What am I supposed to say again? Okay. I, 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 you gotta say I five nice him. things about me. It's not that hard. Oh, That's a nice okay. thing to say. And I said you're dumb. I said you're stupid.
2: There's a total difference.
0: Well, since Ethan's an asshole, I'll 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 go it off here. But I can't believe we're making this about Dylan. This is ridiculous. Well, it's episode um, thirty-two. When when we, when we get to your guys' favorite,
1: when we get to your guys's favorite number, we can do. We were we can, we're well past that, bud. Well, <laughs> I didn't know your favorite number. So, well, obviously you I don't know, know me well enough.
2: You need to figure this out. You're obviously not a good enough friend.
1: I guess not. <laughs> uh,
0: so Eric we'll have Kurt- to do
2: it next.
1: We'll we'll figure a time out to get it right. Get it done. So Apparently,
0: I thought Aaron Rodgers was petty, but Ethan Ethan is just taking that claim as a pettiest both know person. I am petty as, as ever. I, I knew you were petty, but I didn't know you could be this petty about something about Dylan you're making it about you which is fantastic by the way this is why we yeah, love, love you um <laughs> but no so if we could give Dylan one nice compliment it's this he is one passionate son of a bitch yeah he is oh, that's fair he finds something that he likes and he is going to br- bring that into the grave with him someday um like it's, it could be that helmet tiktok account michigan his love for tom brady's work ethic and michael jordan the dude finds something he likes, and he's going to stick to it. And that, and that is who he is.
2: All right, Dylan, one thing I like about you is your hate for the Yankees as well.
0: That's another one. Thank you. That is, that is a positive. Um, he's got a pretty strong head on his shoulders when it comes to outside world beliefs. Uh, I'm not going to lean which way he goes, but Dylan knows he's pretty smart. Um, some would call him a true American. Um and that's that that's that's fantastic. Just need that uh, behind me.
2: Yeah. Um you you are smart because you have a company car so you don't pay for gas. So that's good. Nice good
0: job.
2: Too. Ooh.
0: Um I mean, and, it's I,
2: and I really hard.
0: Got 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 this 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 last one here. Um the, the you know what? You gotta get the dude he, he can travel and get, it seems like get as much time off and does a lot of fun stuff more than anyone else. I know, whether it's, you're going to Florida, hanging out with some dudes, going to, De- to Deadwood for the weekend, coming here to the twin cities. The guy knows how to have a good time, whether yep. it's, it's a wedding where he's meeting friends in Canada, he's never met before <laughs> or just hanging out in Dickinson the, or hanging dude, out
2: in Iowa city with uh, with a milf.
0: It, it, which, which is the best story of all time <laughs> we, we're not going to share that story <laughs> parking lot number 49 that's all i'm going to say it was a fantastic day and then Ciglon, the you go, Rowe, my right. but the guy that's just right. knows how to the guy knows
2: how to have a good time i, I was just going to say he he's one of the very few people i've ever seen that almost beat iowa city exactly almost almost oh they'll here your uh, your seven Yag bombs or tequila shots you bought at, bought at 1:50 a.m. There was, there was there was no tequila shots. That's for sure. <laughs>
0: I, I think know they, were all, a- they were all Yag bombs.
2: They
1: had to I have been because I don't te- I don't do tequila
0: shots. Hey God, that was that that was just fantastic.
2: <laughs> Gosh,
0: it was fun at the oh time. But seven
1: hours later, it was uh, different story, So hey, you wake yeah, up you and know, you know, see that you email know, from Capital One. <laughs>
0: Well the best part was waking up from that Capital One. Did you spend hundred and twelve dollars at one five eight? Uh did I spend yes, Dylan, you did. The one happened. But yeah, the <laughs> Guardian. Well, I bought eight yag bombs and the six people we were with didn't want to have them.
2: <laughs> so Grant and Dylan had to split them. Who voluntarily takes a Yag bomb shot? <laughs> Apparently Dylan does, and I was sitting it with Grant. Oh. Yeah, yeah, they were, they were really Of worried. course, of course, granted they were free. You didn't have to pay for them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's I'm not, not stupid. Worth it. it's still not worth it.
1: Oh, I'll take yeg bomb over tequila any day of the week.
2: Oh yeah, oh, same dude. Oh, no. Tequila
0: belongs in the garbage, same with wine.
2: <laughs> we need to do another Married fuck kill here soon.
0: It's not a chance. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I got to go actually to the bar and get a drink, so I'll catch you guys later.
1: All right. Well with with ethan we will also be ending the show thank you guys for listening we'll talk to you next week all right we're back it was good to get the band back together again for an episode we're getting closer folks football season is upon us and after this episode i am getting more and more excited tune in to next week's episode as we discuss more football talk and whatever else happens in the world check us out on all of our social media platforms where we will be posting other content. Check out the Three Guys Talking Ball Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at 3 Podcast, where we will also be posting short clips of the show and other content. You can also check out our Three Guys Talking Ball YouTube page, where we will be posting the full podcast if you want to see the video version. That'll put a wrap on this week's episode of the Three Guys Talking Ball podcast. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week.